Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. You can head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. You can use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-50, BELIEVE50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines, golf, esports, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, and everything in between. Get involved now with Bet Online, where the game starts. MyHotTub.com is a global leader in the hot tub industry with over 25 years of experience. Their hot tubs are built in the United States with the highest standards of quality control, an extensive warranty, and customer service representatives available seven days a week. They offer free shipping to your home with factory direct pricing and incredible financing plans. Visit online at MyHotTub.com or stop in Destiny USA today. MyHotTub.com. Whether online or in person, you better hurry because these spas won't last. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review the show. Hit me on Twitter, at MikeLSports, and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mike L Sports as well. We are brought to you by the Allen Angus Pub, Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and our terrific friends over at the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. Log on today to vcgtransforms.com. Become a better leader both personally and professionally. The Vince Aguera Consulting Group, they're transforming leaders and transforming business on a daily basis. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to Camillus Golf Club, the Syracuse Fitness Store, and Friends of the Platter, the Swan and Whitaker families, Bob Lindsley, Daryl Abert, and the Alonzo family, Byron, Irvin, Janice, and Tino. It is time to recap week three in the National Football League. Let's get to it. And we start with a game on Thursday night, you know, going back all the way here. And this game was really pretty simple for me going in. I mean, the Browns, you know, have Nick Chubb and the Browns have a little bit better quarterback play. No TJ Watt and, you know, they were home. And I just thought that all those factors were going to be, were going to be there for uh, Cleveland, and um, you know what? They they absolutely positively rebounded from that epic collapse of the Jets the week before, and the trio performed. Brissett, Chubb, and Cooper, um, pretty good stuff there. Both Cooper and Chubb had 100-yard games. They each scored a touchdown. Cleveland gets the win, 2-1 and one now on the year, 29-17 to over Pittsburgh. And, uh, you know, they're just looking to kind of tread water, right, until Deshaun Watson gets back to the football field. Um Look, I, I think Watson should be gone for the whole year at least, but that's just my take. Bears beat the Texans in a weird game, 23-20. to 20. Um, it, it looked in the beginning that the Bears had it right out of the chute, and then the Texans kind of climbed back a little bit, and it was a, a, a tug-of-war back and forth. But the clutch interception uh, by Roquan Smith, who was all over the field, uh, led to the game-winning TD for the Chicago Bears. The Bears moved to 2-1, and 2-0 and at home, and the Texans are 0-2 and 2 and uh, one uh, of course, they tied the Colts in week one. Titans beat the Raiders 24-22, to and man, you want to talk about disorganization, you want to talk about some brutal game management. 
uh, Josh McDaniels, his tenure is not off to the right start here uh, with Vegas. And, you know, he said a lot in the offseason about how he learned from his past experiences and all the rest. Well, he looks like the same head coach, right? He just looks like another guy who's overwhelmed, who should have just stayed as one of the best coordinators in the NFL. And, um, you know, look, it's only three games. It's early. But how many NFL teams come back from 0-3, right? I mean, not many. You know, that's the answer right there. Uh, maybe one and three, but zero and three, zero and four, that kind of thing. Ooh. I mean, the season was somewhat on the line going into this game, and now it's really on the line. Uh, Derrick Henry had twenty carries, eighty-five yards, and a touchdown. And uh, the Titans uh, just really played their physical, tough-nosed football uh, with Mike Vrabel at the helm, and they just got out of there with a win, two-point victory at home over the Raiders. The Colts beat the Chiefs twenty to seventeen. Uh, this game was so ugly uh, from a Chiefs standpoint, uh, just in terms of 17 points. They didn't really look, um, you know, right offensively the entire game. Um, they were undisciplined. I mean, Chris Jones had that stupid unsportsmanlike penalty, which led to the Colts winning touchdown. Uh, Matt Ryan made the throws when he had to. Jonathan Taylor ran it uh, 21 for 71, not an overwhelming game for him. Uh, but but this game was just, it came down to stupid penalties and execution, and you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes threw a pick. Matt Ryan did not. Um, you know, and the Colts' defense was just really, really good the entire game. Uh, my guy, Zaire Franklin, the former Syracuse star, he had 12 tackles. Eight were solo in this game. He's going to be a really, really good pro for a very, very long time. I've said that for a couple of years now. The uh, seventh rounder uh, in 2018, he's just a kid who's He's just a really good guy, and he's super easy to coach, and he goes sideline to sideline. He's getting faster by the game. Uh, Gilmore was everywhere. McLeod was everywhere. Buckner was everywhere. Um, Okirik uh, um, was everywhere. I mean, these guys really played a sound game, um, and, uh, and and like I said, they had the interception. McLeod picking off Patrick Mahomes, and uh, the Colts get their uh, first win of the year. They're 1-1-1. One, one <laughs> How about that for a record in the early going? 1-1-1 one, one, and one for the Colts. The Chiefs fall to 2-1. and one. The Bills lose to the Miami Dolphins on the road, 21-19. 13 starters were out for the Bills. And, um, you know, the heat, the humidity, guys were dropping like flies during the game. The offensive line was super banged up. Mitch Morse didn't play at center. You were missing your top safety tandem in Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. Hyde's gone for the year. Dane Jackson was out at corner. You're still missing Trey White. Then you have Christian Benford, the rookie out of Villanova. He gets hurt and breaks his hand. So it was crazy the amount of injuries and all the rest. But you know what? Buffalo still had a chance to win. No excuses. Um, they didn't execute, you know, that second-to-last drive there uh, where the Bills uh, had a fourth down uh, near the goal line. Josh Allen basically just threw it into the ground. He had a wide-open Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, was his hand dinged? We're still, you know, we still haven't been told that. Um, you know, the Bills' defense, I thought, was really, really good in this game. I mean, when you think about limiting Miami to 21 points. Um, you know, you had Hill and Waddle catch only six balls for uh, a combined 135 yards, and Hill only had 33 of those yards. Uh, Tua was limited to under 190 yards throwing. Josh Allen gave you 447 yards total. Um, you know, just sound defense. Allen almost willed him to victory. Uh, you know, you had what, 40 minutes of possession plus in terms of time, which was about double than Miami. Uh, you had way more first downs in Miami. Uh, you had way more yards in Miami. You should have won the football game when those numbers look like that. You run 90 plays. Um, the Bills, you know, then get the ball again with another opportunity to win it after the, the butt punt 
Um, punter makes a great kick, gets it down the field. The Bills go up a little bit. Then Quesenberry gets the freaking terrible offensive holding call, sets the Bills back a little bit more. Finally, you know, the last play, Allen gets out of somehow with a Superman cape on, out of trouble, eludes Miami defenders, sneaks away, darts up a little bit, flicks it to McKenzie, and he can't get out of bounds, and that's that. Ken Dorsey ruins his tablet. He's going nuts, throwing his notes all over the place. Um, and the Bills lose 21-19, to and, and really we'll just have to see what these injuries look like when we get back to football, when the Bills play, uh, you know, in Baltimore here upcoming this Sunday. But just a, a tough loss for the Bills, but, you know, one that I don't think is going to be a season breaker by any chance. But, again, the schedule is really, really hard. you got to go at Baltimore. you got Pittsburgh at home. You have at Kansas City. I know coaches and players don't think this way. I do. Media people do. Fans do. I'm just looking at getting into the bye as a Bills fan at 4-2. and two. Split with Baltimore and KC. I don't care which one you win and because I think they're both going to win their divisions uh, and then beat Pittsburgh at home. You're 4-2. and two. Use the bye week. It's early. It helps you. Your roster is decimated with injuries. And uh, welcome the Packers in for Sunday Night Football. Uh, try to win that game, get to 5-2, and two, and then the Bills – can go on a real run because they've got a lot of teams that they should be week in, week out, basically the rest of the year. The Ravens beat the Patriots 37-26, to and, you know, New England uh, looked pretty good in this game. Uh, it was it, They were only down a point at the half, and then they just kind of lost control, and a lot of that had to do with a guy by the name of Lamar Jackson who is playing out of his proverbial mind right now in terms of the passing game, in terms of the running game. He was 18 of 29 for 218 and four touchdowns and a pick through the air, and then he had an 107-yard, just a whole hummer, 11 carries, 107 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, just, you know, just a whole hum, five touchdowns from scrimmage. And, um, you know, the Ravens are, are a complete club. They're, they're, they've they're already proved that they can win on the road. They're 2-0 on the road. They're 2-1 overall, um, you know, and, and, and they, you know, Mac Jones got hurt in this game with a high ankle sprain. He's probably going to be out, I don't know, six to eight weeks. Um, and the Patriots, again, they just don't have, and then Devontae Parker making plays, but good God, I mean, the Patriots just lack so much skill on the offensive side of the ball, and, you know, when your defense starts to get gouged like they were against Baltimore, you don't have the offense to keep up. You know, Mac Jones is and, and, and Nelson Aguilar and uh, Stevenson Harrison and, and company, it's not enough to keep up with an offense like Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. I mean, you've got to deal with Mark Andrews. You've got to deal with Lamar passing it and running it. You've got to deal with, you know, Hill and Dobbins. You've got to deal with Rashad Bateman. You've got to deal with a lot, you know. And the Ravens like to mix things up offensively. They're a tough team to figure out. And New England just, you know, again, if your defense doesn't dominate and you're not winning 16-13, to 13, your offense isn't good enough to keep up. And that's what we saw in this game. Patriots 1-2, and two, Ravens are 2-1. and one. Bengals get into the wing column finally, 27-12. They just had, you know, better play from pretty much all positions uh, in this game and was a game that they had to have. They couldn't start 0-3. They're too good to start 0-3. I know the offensive line is brutal, but um, 0-3 really should not uh, uh, should not happen if you're Cincy with Joe Burrow and, and, and company. And uh, I thought the Bengals' defense really in this game um, – suffocated, you know, Joe Flacco, suffocated the offensive line, two interceptions in the, in, in the game. Um, you know, 
only 76 yards rushing. Uh, the Bengals' defense really, really made it happen. I mean, they were really great. Uh, Davis uh, Gaither was all over the place, man. 13 tackles, nine were solo. Uh, they got two and a half sacks out of Trey Hendricks, and that was his coming out party for 2022. Um, you know, going into the year, you, you, you knew that Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson were going to be a handful as bookend defensive ends. Um, just a matter of time when uh, they were going to get some sacks and, and, and make life difficult. Uh, the secondary performed, you know, Logan Wilson, Jesse Bates the third, each with an interception. Cincinnati just used a complete, you know, all facets of the game. Everybody on their side was better than the Jets by far. Uh, I know it was only a 15-point win, but it felt like 30. Uh, Joe Burrow went for 23-36 for 275 and three touchdowns and, uh, you know, was hitting people all over the place. Mostly Tyler Boyd, four catches for 105 yards and a touchdown. Higgins went for 5-93. and 93. Quiet day for Jamar Chase, but he did catch a touchdown, 5-29, and 20, uh, 6 and 29, and the Bengals get it done on the road against the New York Jets. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our great friends at Stanley Law Offices, Welch & Company Jewelers, and Burn Dairy. Make sure you gas up your vehicle at Burn Dairy. Participating locations in central New York. Grab the chocolate milk, the coffee, and the donuts on your way into work as well. Eagles beat the Commanders 24-8. to This Eagles team is rolling right now. They're one of two undefeated teams, the Dolphins being the other. And their offense is just a lot to deal with right now. I mean, look, the defense is ferocious. They use a lot of different schemes. They blitz the hell out of you. But man alive, it's Devontae Smith, it's A.J. Brown, it's Miles Sanders, it's Jalen Hurts throwing it and running it. This offense right now could be a juggernaut, you know, and I picked them to win the division. Um, I think the Eagles, from what I've seen through three weeks, I think the Eagles could go to the Super Bowl. I really do. Um, You know, they've got some staying power. Um, You know, they're well coached. Uh, They're focused. I don't know, man. They're aggressive. Uh, They've got a complete team. I could see the Eagles, especially in a week NFC going to the Super Bowl. I really, really could. Panthers beat the Saints 22 to 14, just an ugly game for New Orleans. Christian McCaffrey, another hundred yard game. You know, if they can keep him healthy, Carolina's going to have a chance to win some games here. Um, obviously, Sinault Jr. made, uh, you know, multiple defenders miss on the 67 yard TD. And you know, the Saints had the early turnover and kind of just were behind the eight ball right from the get go uh, with that return. Uh, in the first quarter, and it uh, was just an ugly game. Both teams now are 1-2. and two. You want to talk about ugly? Let's talk about the L.A. Chargers. That was absolutely just a no-show. Um, right now, to me, it seems like a lot of problems going on in L.A. with the Chargers. It's similar to the Raiders. Coaching, coaching, coaching. It's not very good. Jacksonville went in there and just bombed them. I mean, they bombed them. You know, and every single player on the Jaguars' offense uh, – really is 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 a dangerous player right now really i mean trevor lawrence is dangerous he's efficient 28 to 39 for 262 and three touchdowns sure james robinson 100 yard game travis atn 45 yards on 13 carries now you've got that two-headed monster coming at you on the ground i mean the buffalo bills could really use you know half of that running game right to help josh allen out uh zay jones he's complimentary he's not an, a, a, a a dignified no doubt about it number one but He's a pretty good complimentary number two or three, right? Ten catches, 85 yards, and a touchdown. Christian Kirk, six for 72 and a touchdown. They got a lot of weapons, man. Marvin Jones Jr., this Jaguars team, they they can score, and they can get after you on the defensive side of the football, man. I mean, they have drafted so well on that side of the ball. 
Uh, Andre Sisco, my guy, a former Syracuse star there. You've got Josh Allen on this team, Tr- uh, Trayvon Walker on this team, hustling after the quarterback, Devin Lloyd making things difficult in the middle of the field. This Jaguars defense is aggressive. They're fast. They plug plug holes, uh, and they made Justin Herbert and uh, the L.A. Chargers look like uh, garbage in this game. Herbert threw a pick. They only had 26 yards on the ground. Uh, the offensive weapons didn't get going at all for the Chargers. The Jaguars blanketed them from the back end to the front end and the front end to the back end and everything in between. Impressive stuff out of the Jaguars, and I could see that team winning the AFC South three games into the season. That was just a terrific win. They're 2-1, and one, and the Chargers are 1-2. and two. Rams over the uh, the Cardinals 20-12. to 12. Kind of an ugly game in this one, but the Rams just kind of used that championship moxie in the defense. Um, you know, they survived quite the onslaught, you know, I, I think, you know, from, from the Cardinals, but um, it was just a matter of making plays in the end, and they did that. They get the win 20-12. to Falcons beat the Seahawks 27-23. to um, They get the late INT of Geno Smith, and the Seahawks just look to be a mess right now after their first uh, win of the season in Week 1 over Denver. Um, you know, this Seahawks team just doesn't have enough on all sides of the ball, and Cordero Patterson and Kyle Pitts are both extremely difficult to deal with uh, as weapons for this Atlanta offense. They get the win 27-23. to The Packers and Buccaneers played an ugly, ugly game. The Packers were in firm control. All of a sudden, the Buccaneers score a touchdown. They've got a chance with a two-point conversion uh, in, in the final seconds. They do not execute it. Green Bay wins 14-12, to and this is the game, right, where... Tampa Bay's missing a ton of people. Green Bay doesn't have a lot of weapons to begin with. Sammy Watkins is also hurt. And this was a game that you kind of circled on the calendar um, for the Packers, not thinking they'd win at 14-12, to but, hey, with this new-look Packer team against the Buccaneers' offensive weapons, and, again, everybody was missing for them. I mean, Godwin's out, Evans is out, Julio Jones is out. Um, you know, can you win a close game? low scoring and ugly on the road against Tom Brady with the weapons. Now it turns out that they didn't have the weapons, but before the year started, you, you kind of had to think like that, right? Like Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, who by the way, both didn't have good games at all. Um, but can you win a slugfest? Can you win a backyard brawl with the new way you look, the new model Packers? And the answer was yes, even without getting a great running game. So Green Bay gets the win. They're two and one. The Buccaneers are also two and one. Ugly, ugly, ugly on Sunday night football. The Broncos beat the 49ers 11 to 10. Um, the Broncos forced a fumble uh, to seal the victory late. Russell Wilson made some Russell Wilson throws when he had to. This was not an offensive game. It was not a sexy game. It was an easy game to turn away from, which I did. Um, and uh, the Broncos get a, a, a big time win, two and one on the year now, and the 49ers fall to one and two. Finally, the Cowboys beat the Giants on Monday Night Football 23-16, to and Cooper Rush keeps it going. Pollard with an 100-yard game. CeeDee Lamb made all the important catches. Uh, he did have a brutal drop in the beginning of the game, but he made them all when it counted 8 for 87 and one touchdown. And um, you know what? The Giants had the ball late. They were just a little overwhelmed. Uh, couldn't get the ball down there. Daniel Jones threw a bad pick. Um, he did not have a good game, and it's just a lot to deal with with the Dallas Cowboys defense. It's just a lot to deal with. You're snapping the ball, and you got Leighton Vander Esch to deal with. You got Demarcus Lawrence. You got to deal with Micah Parsons. I mean, you've got to deal with some major, major players on this team. And even if they're contained half the time, well, that opens up lanes for everybody else. That's exactly what happened. Cowboys made more plays 
They moved to two and one. The Giants are also two and one, though, because remember, they won the first two games of the season. So there's my NFL week three recap. And I always hand a game ball out at the end of the recap. I forgot to do it in the first two weeks of the season. So I'm going to actually go back a little bit uh, and just hand out my first two game balls after I kind of dissected it um, pretty good. Uh, My game one game ball goes to Josh Allen, who was super efficient against the Rams, 26 of 31 for three touchdowns. He did have two interceptions, but one of them for sure wasn't his fault. Ten carries for 56 yards and a touchdown as well. He was everything and more against the Rams in week one in a primetime game to kick off the season on Thursday night football. Uh, Week two, again, there's always a lot of game balls to choose from, um, you know, when it boils down to it. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to give the, the, the game ball to both the Jets and, um, and the Dolphins for just their comeback moxie, you know, uh, Tua Viola, uh, was ridiculous in that game against Baltimore, 469 yards and six touchdowns. So we'll kind of split the game ball in half, right? We'll give it to the Ravens and the, and the Jets for the comebacks on the, uh, on the Dolphins and the uh, Browns respectively. And then Tuatung Viola, you, you get half a pigskin as well. Why not? Uh, as far as that goes, 469 yards through the air with six touchdowns in the comeback win uh, against the Baltimore Ravens. And then week three, week three, uh, you know, I, I'm torn with this one, um, but I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give it to Jalen Hurts. He was just spectacular, you know, against the Commanders. Uh, 22 of 35, 340 yards and three touchdowns. He also Ran it nine times for 20 yards. Again, like I said, I could see the Eagles in a weak NFC with that juggernaut offense, with that aggressive defense. I could see them going to the Super Bowl. Mike Lindsley with you here. It's an ML Sports Platter episode. Thanks again for listening. We are brought to you by our great friends at Rosie's Corner. If you're in and around Central New York, Route 11 in Burton, get on over to Rosie's this week for Meatball Bombers. They've got uh, tremendous, tremendous stuffed shells, a classic burger, pizza wing combos, for any occasion, and oh, by the way, Fish Friday is coming up this week as well with your mac and cheese, coleslaw, and french fry sides. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to Ken's Auto Detailing. Go get your car detailed on Route 11 in Cicero. You can get that winter chrome coating as well. It'll protect your car for many years to come. And of course, the Syracuse Fitness Store, associate sponsors, Bowers & Company CPAs, Carvel of North Syracuse, and MyHotTub.com. MyHotTub.com. Make sure you do go to the website and shop the showcase in Destiny, USA, if you're in and around the central New York area. MyHotTub.com, they've got specials going on all the time. Get them on Facebook, get them on Twitter, and uh, you can save big, and they will deliver that hot tub right to your door as well. Thanks for listening. Download, subscribe, rate, and review the ML Sports Platter where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Celebrate your whale of a dad with a fudgy the whale ice cream cake from the locally owned and operated Carvel of North Syracuse. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design your dad wants, they make it happen. Your dad deserves a tasty treat this Father's Day. Soft serve ice cream, milkshake, sundaes, shakes, and more. America's favorite since 1934. Carvel. Open seven days a week. Brewerton Road in North Syracuse. Stop in today. Fudgy the whale is waiting for you thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.